Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Hi, and welcome to the Christmas Time in the City podcast. I'm your host, Chris. And I'm also your host, Chris. Before we get started, be sure to follow us on social media. We're Christmas Time in the City podcast on Instagram and Facebook, as well as our website, christmastimeinthecity.com. If you haven't already checked it out, head over to our YouTube channel. We're posting all kinds of fun stuff there throughout the year. So please give us a like and subscribe and press the bell or whatever else people do on YouTube. And as always, feel free to comment with any questions or concerns to Christmas time in the city <laughs> podcast at gmail.com. Don't have too many concerns, please. <laughs> the less concerns, the better. That'd be a great. <laughs> Anywho, our guest for this episode of How You Doing? How You Doing? is a journalist, author, and Georgia Bulldogs fan, but our listeners might know him best for his amazing content across social media as a Santa dad. Please welcome Randy to the podcast. Hi, Randy. Hey, y'all. Welcome, welcome. We're happy to have you here. Oh, I'm excited to be here. So far in my life, well, this isn't the closest I've ever been to New York, but uh, this is probably my most personal interaction with New York. Oh, well, nice. Well, we hope we make it okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure, but I think we can handle it. Yeah, we can make it work. We'll make you like New York. <laughs> we, 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 I don't know if we can promise that. We'll we'll do our we'll certainly do our best. We'll definitely make you interested in New York during Christmas time. The rest of the year, I don't know about. We'll see. Yeah, a positive shine. A positive Absolutely. Shine. All right. So before we get to the games, these episodes of How You Doing? How You Doing? Start the same way. We'd like to get to know our guests with a little segment we call "What's Your New York City Connection." That's a new sound for 2022. I was pretty pumped (laughs) about that one. Anyway, go ahead. So this is the segment where we ask you about what your connection is to New York City. So it could be family that's lived here before, um, that you visited, you've even flown over it, a movie you love about it. So what is your New York City connection, Randy? Well, the easiest one is that the company that I've worked with for almost a quarter century, uh, we're a global company and we have a huge uh, center there in New York City. Now, I've never Mm. had a chance to come up and visit that office, uh, but that would be my closest tie. And in 1986, I'm going to upset some people here, but I did cheer for Bill Parcells and the Giants against the Buffalo Bills in Super Bowl 25. Uh, So... You know, I did root for the Giants at least at least once. <laughs> I think that's a pretty good connection. I'm sure that makes a lot of people here happy. <laughs> They're getting people from Georgia cheering them on, so that's pretty awesome. Yeah, Bill Parcells, Otis Anderson, Lawrence Taylor. Hard to beat those guys. That was, that was right. a good team. <laughs> well, awesome. There's always some sort of connection, whether it's just simply through work, through someone you've known. So um, everyone's got that connection here. It's almost like the Kevin Bacon of the U.S. So (laughs) we all have some sort of connection. Um, Awesome. Our next segment is talking about Christmas time in your city. It's Christmas time in your city. So we love to hear how everyone else celebrates Christmas in their part of town. Since we talk so much about Christmas in New York City, tell us a little bit about how you celebrate the holidays, where you're from. Well, I'm a lifelong Georgian, uh, and usually everything down here revolves around some sort of concoction of family and food and visiting, right? So um, growing up, uh, we had your just standard fair Christmas, which was nice. Uh, but the highlight was always when we would travel to the designated home for the season and it would rotate and then all the cousins and everybody would get together. And, and that's how we would do it when I was little. Um, now, of course, we're doing our own things here. And if you follow the page, you see that the girls, you know, we, we try all kinds of stuff. But locally here, I, I live in a little bitty town. I mean, literally, there's like one stoplight, but we have a great name. Um, it's Bethlehem. So oh, there you go. <laughs> when Christmas season rolls around, uh, the biggest thing that we do that's that's very, very localized is if you go to the local post office, uh, they have specialized stamps for your Christmas cards each year. Mm -hmm. So people travel literally from hours away, you know, from all the states that surround us uh, to come to Bethlehem and stamp their Christmas cards just so they can have that. So uh, that's a very local thing that we do. 
That's pretty awesome. That's really neat. I love small things like that. Like the, I mean, the post office thing is great. I think the post office to me is very Christmas. <laughs> Not even just the delivery packages, but all of the things you just said. Um, and it's been in movies before about Christmas. It's all about that. So that's really cool. So what part of uh, Georgia are you from? Well, technically in both instances, North Georgia. When okay. I grew up, we it's probably what you would call extreme North Georgia. Um, we bordered with South Carolina. Uh, so it's, uh, foothills, uh, mm -hmm. I, I'm comfortable saying the foothills of the Appalachians. And then now currently we're still technically in North Georgia because we're North of Atlanta, okay. uh, but we're between Athens and Atlanta. So, oh, awesome. uh, and we've been here pretty much my entire adult life. Nice. So Athens, so that's where the bulldogs come in, right? That's bulldog right. Fan. I got yep. a lot of bulldog fans in my family. So we not, might not be too into sports, but sports, we grew up on sports because of our families. And it was always about the Georgia Bulldogs, Georgia Bulldog everywhere. Um, I mean, we have a bulldog just because of the, when I'm growing up, <laughs> like all we talked about were bulldogs. So we got one. Oh. Um, yeah, you, so yeah. You can't, you can't get away from it. And my wife and I uh, were both bulldogs. Uh, I'm a graduate. Uh, she went for a couple of years and then transferred somewhere else. But uh, it's one of those things that it's, we get it honest, you know, so um, we live it up and, and I'm proud of not only the, the athletes at the school, but I'm proud of the university. So I'm, I'm very proud to say I'm a graduate of the J school and, and stuff like that. So, you know, I like it when, when the university does well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. My, uh, my sister went there too. So she, uh, I mean, every time the Bulldogs are on, it's just, you know, I feel like I can hear her screaming from Virginia where she lives now. <laughs> so it's just definitely big fans. And uh, so that's really awesome. There's actually a bar here in Manhattan. It's called American Whiskey. It's the self-proclaimed Bulldog Nation's home away from home in New York City. So it's, if you want to see a game and be around people that love the Bulldogs as much as you do, you go there and everyone just goes crazy. So it's pretty awesome. It's called American Whiskey. That's awesome. Hey, go dogs. It seems like fans from every sport, more specifically every team, have some bar somewhere where they can go and cheer on their team here in the city. So it's it's just a matter of getting on your phone and finding out where the Bulldogs or like if our parents came, like we're like the Dolphins the or dolphins. whatever. <laughs> right. But they can go by themselves because I'm not trying to watch the Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> been a rough few years but my brother yeah. growing up my brother was a huge Dan Marino fan so so I'm familiar with uh with the oh. Dolphins for sure yeah I I think we talked a little bit about it on the last episode but I think I'd like to hear Kristen tell her Dan Marino story no I don't want to hear it. I don't want to talk about it. he just makes fun of me I was driving in the car I was riding in the car in the backseat I was younger like a teenager and I was with my friends and we're all just goofing around acting completely dorky and crazy in the back seat dancing and singing and we all look over and it's Dan Marino in the car next to us and we're all just like freaking out and my friend is just like that's Dan Marino and then it was all just nuts from there so yeah it was just this weird moment of locking eyes with Dan Marino while we were all acting a fool <laughs> that's that's a really really good I like that story a lot <laughs> Because that's, that's how my happens. dance Marina story. <laughs> that's how it happens down here in Atlanta, too. I mean, you know, I, I mean, I, I, when I went into the office, I work in Atlanta, right? So, mm -hmm. um, you just, you just never know who you're going to run yeah. into. And often it happens exactly like that, right? Or, goodness, I've had a story where I wound up in an elevator with somebody, you know? So it's, it's just, that's the way it is when you're in these cities like that. You just don't know. Yeah. It's super random, but uh, yeah, I'm glad that he saw us acting crazy. <laughs> it made for a fun story and to be made of, made fun of many years later. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, on, on Christmas podcasts. <laughs> Christmas podcasts. More, more specifically, at least two episodes of our Christmas podcast. Hey, you should oh, talk about an acetoner deal. Some, somehow y'all can work that out. It's cool. Yeah. There you go. Work. Tell him, say, <laughs> come, come do something for us. You know, that'd be good. <laughs> we might be able to, maybe we can get him on the podcast. He's from, he's from Pittsburgh, so I'm not sure if we have much in common. That's right. That's right. Any, anyway, we'll we'll see if we can if, if we can work him in to the end of the season. <laughs> it'd, it'd be it'd be an incredible get if we could. Maybe we have to do it through a, a series of cameos. I don't know. Yeah, right. yeah. There you go. It'll be an eight thousand dollar episode. <laughs> I would just start bugging him on Twitter or, or whatever. Figure out wherever he has a handle and just be like, make his assistant respond at some point, right? And, and then have him come on and have him come on and only talk about. Kristen's story about them in the car. Like, <laughs> do you remember those stories? 
It'd be like, what other weird stories do you have from being in cars, Dan, that aren't from yeah. the Ace Ventura movie? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Exactly. So, there you go. Uh, Very cool. That's All hilarious. Right. I want to talk a little bit about Christmas across Georgia. I have to just take complete credit. That was just an idea that I came up with. And the, the way it started was um, uh, I'm a lifelong Georgian, uh, but Santa Dad is only about a year old. Like we launched on December 5th of, of 1920 or 2020. Sorry, 1920. <laughs> 20, 2020. Um, so as, as I was thinking about the fact that I had been doing this for a year, um, I'd realized that there I thought I knew what Georgia had to offer, but I wasn't sure. So then I started doing research and saw that it wasn't just like Dahlonega, which I had heard of and, and other places up near where I grew up, that they do stuff across the state. And some of it is really kind of iconic inside the state. And I thought, how cool would that be to go check it out and sort of report and get a live look, uh, you know, what's going on. And uh, I talked it over with Santa Mom and we agreed that the girls would enjoy that sort of thing. And I have to report, they really, really did. Like we had a blast. We literally crisscrossed the state, uh, north to south, east to west. Um, and we saw oh. some really cool stuff uh, all across the month of December. And I, I always try to take a little bit of time off from my day job uh, ahead of Christmas. And during that window this year is when we did a lot of that traveling. Um, so it worked out that we had a chance to go. The girls really had a good time doing it. And I got to see some stuff I had never seen either. Um, and I, along the way, I sort of became the unofficial, official Christmas ambassador for Georgia. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, um, I just, I, I'm proud of my state. There's a lot of cool stuff here. And, and um, it's just one of those things that if you don't stop and think about it, you might not know that Georgia has stuff like that to offer. So all in all, I considered it a huge success. I mean, we had a blast. The kids had a wonderful time. Uh, and hopefully there are some people who saw what we did and thought they might want to try some of it next year. What are the chances you'll be back out next year doing the same thing? 100%. Um, because I, as much as we wanted to get to everything, we just couldn't, both mm -hmm. because of my personal limitations and because some of the things were... Um, and by limitations, I mean, you know, time to go. Sure, sure. Uh, and and uh, some of the stuff we didn't get, you have to book them so far in advance, you know, that um, maybe I missed the window or, or something like that. So uh, there's at least two or three new things that we're going to do. And I haven't gotten into this at all as far as sharing it with anyone yet. So we can break a little bit of news here. I can give a teaser yeah, for those yeah. people who follow the page that we are going to do um, something very, very similar, if not in the same vein, like um, alongside Christmas Across Georgia. It, it may be part of the Christmas Across Georgia thing where um, there's a lot that goes into making Christmas happen. We all know that. Uh, and one of my favorite traditions since we've been married is finding a, a live Christmas tree. So I started to wonder uh, what are those options here in the state that do it like all out right mm -hmm. not like a roadside stand but are there farms who really just sort of embrace it and make their whole area look like a hallmark film and i found out there's a few and i'm thinking yeah. about trying to work it to where we can visit a few of those and maybe just shine a light on what it is they're doing because you know like i said you have to make special happen and these folks are going above and beyond to make special happen for their customers to help make that christmas experience better and I'm like, maybe we'll, maybe we'll help them get a little attention. So we'll, we'll see if I can make that happen. I sure hope to. Yeah, that's, that's a good idea. I really love the idea of shining light on small businesses and bringing people into that, that may not know, like you said, you didn't even know. So you had to go out and do the research. This is a great way to bring people into it without them having to go as far as you did with the research. So uh, yeah. that's awesome. That sounds so fun. I mean, we, we do that in a smaller sense because we love to go up and down all through New York and we've gone into Pennsylvania and Jersey, just trying to find all those like little Christmas things. Um, I love your passion for Georgia and bringing people's attention to that. That's very cool. Oh, well, thank you very much. And, and Chris, uh, I didn't get to it earlier, but you said, you know, you mentioned about the content that we try to do uh, mm -hmm. and, and it is a we thing. The girls, uh, I, I mean, I'm being completely honest. They, they love all of this. I wouldn't do it cool. if, if they didn't love it or if, 
if they thought somehow, it, you know, I wasn't doing something with them. So the fact that they want to be a part of it and do it with me uh, is, is really the thing that allows me to do it. And um, the fact that you guys appreciate that and enjoy it, that, that makes us want to do it even more. So I appreciate that. Yay. Yeah. No problem. More I Christmas mean, content. We need more people making quality Christmas yeah. content. Controversial, <laughs> I know. I know it's a crazy thing to say. I think we need more positive Christmas content. I'm sorry. No, I, I mean, it's, again, that's part of, um, that's the other thing. I mean, I don't want to bog the show down because I know we got other stuff to do, but but that's part of what Stand to Dad is, is, is people, uh, they see the hat and, and stuff and they're like, oh, that's Christmas all the time. And it, it is, we love it. Um, but it, the, what we do is about a lot more than that, right? It's about, you know, family and fatherhood and, and all those sorts of things too. And, but it all happens through the lens of Christmas. So if, to me, uh, that's why we chose to do that angle is because uh, A, we love it. And B, um, it seemed, you know, wholesome and fun and positive and thing, something that other people might want to see also. So uh, that's how we wound up being, you know, the Santa dad and Santa sisters and Santa mom. And, <laughs> and, and that's just how it goes. So we're having fun. Well, we're Love all it. here for it. Thank you so much for doing it. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead. All and right, move let's on. play some games. Let's get, let's, let's play right? some games. So if we're going to play the first game we're going to play is an absolute fan favorite. This is our second season of this series called How You Doing? How You Doing? And it's actually, this is the first episode of season three for our podcast, which is pretty cool. So we're doing big things here, guys. Thanks for being know, along for the ride. I don't know that I've ever been first. So there you go. <laughs> well, here you go. You're, yeah, Yay. this is season three, episode one. So that's awesome. Oh, uh, there you go. But uh, this is one of our favorite games. This one's called Neighborhood Watch. So if you don't know how this one works, I'll read some alerts I've received from the Citizen app, which is an app that alerts people of 911 calls in their area. Two will be real and one will be made up by myself. Your job, Randy, is to tell me the one that I made up. Okay. All right. So here we go. Here's the first set. Raccoon lazing on sidewalk. Report of man displaying sword outside Starbucks. And finally, grocery store selling spoiled milk. So I want to make sure that I'm clear on what lazing is. I'm so... not sure what lazing is. Unfortunately, <laughs> I was going to mention that. I was yeah. going to say lazing. It's not a term up here. Term. It's not. It's not something that we say up here. <laughs> uh, okay. So, I think so, it just means being lazy, like probably. laying back, just relaxing. That's, that's what I was thinking. He's just yeah. you know, like on the on the lounge or whatever. Yes. He's having a good yes. afternoon. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so the one that is not real, that would be on a community alert app, has to be the raccoon. Incorrect. No, there's raccoons lazing there's, everywhere. There's, <laughs> there's animals all over the place. This, uh, this game is full of animals for some reason. I didn't realize until afterwards. There's a lot of animal alerts. On, on the, Okay, uh, the people one, call the police for animals all the time for some reason here. They don't know how to handle it. People it's don't understand like how to an deal animal with a and they freak out. <laughs> so, so that means it had to be the milk, right? It was the milk. That was the one that I made up. That was the one that I made up. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of ones about like people like brandishing weapons in the city, but I try not to highlight them on this family-friendly podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we try to go for the displaying of the sword rather than the fighting with the swords. <laughs> that is not an uncommon thing. I have heard of one, more than one instance down here where someone had a, a long sword uh, mm -hmm. outside a coffee shop or something. That is That didn't shock me at all yeah. for some reason. Yeah, so weird, right? <laughs> all right, so let's move on to the next set of uh, alerts. Same situation. I made up one, two are real. Here we go. Four possums inside daycare center. Mm. Horse obstructing traffic on Brooklyn Bridge. And finally, feather mistaken for steak knife. Mm. Those first two sound like they came out of my neighborhood. So I'm going <laughs> to go. I'm going to go with that third one. The third one, the feather mistaken for steak knife. Yeah, you made that up. 
did not. No. <laughs> I made her hard. They're so yeah. impossible. Yeah, they, yeah. All of them sound ridiculous. That's why I picked them. But the yeah. one I'm the one I made up was a uh, horse obstructing traffic on Brooklyn Bridge. See, I think that speaks to my naivete about actually what happens on the Brooklyn Bridge, because I was like, yeah, that could be a policeman's horse, or, you know, part of that unit or something. I like I rationalized that one. There's a uh, there's so, a lot of ways for horses to end up on the Brooklyn Bridge, but I don't think I've gotten a notification for it yet. OK, yeah, no one's called the police on the horses. They feel OK about a horse. A possum? No, no, <laughs> they're if, calling if, the police. If, if there's a raccoon <laughs> lazing on the sidewalk somewhere, people are going to people are getting their phones out. <laughs> All right, so let's do the final uh, set for this this game. Starting off with unlawful rooftop concert, man hit with rat, <laughs> and finally raccoon and turtle fighting on Central Park Pond. <laughs> okay, this has to be the battle royale. You had to make that one up. The fake fight on the pond, because totally people are getting hit with rats in New York City. That is true. And so is the other one. So you got that one wrong. Oh, man. <laughs> the, the, uh, the, the, unlawful, the unlawful rooftop concert was the one that I made up. And if we're being completely honest, I was kind of out of uh, <laughs> I was kind of out of ideas and the Beatles popped into my head. So I figured the whole thing was. <laughs> so that's exactly where that came from. I, I feel betrayed. I swear every movie I have ever seen that has New York or the surrounding area there, the closing credits have a band on a rooftop and they are jamming. So well, they're, thought, they're, they're jamming, but it's never unlawful. There's, there's probably like 15 permits they have to get before uh, they do that. Yeah, very true. All those <laughs> okay. things that seem very random. There's permits behind them. But yeah, oh, yeah. this ra the raccoon and turtle fighting, I think is so funny. I don't understand. Like how, what's the turtle doing? He had to have just been in his shell, right? He's probably defending himself. I don't know, man. I've seen some get some side eye from some turtles. I mean, yeah. I don't know, you know, good old box turtle give you that like, you know, mm -hmm. kind of turn his mm -hmm. head. Yeah, so that's maybe. so great. I would yeah. kind of like to have seen that, but you know, oh, I would do you intervene? Oh, yeah, like, I would have definitely intervene and try to help the turtle. You're not supposed to intervene. <laughs> Haven't you ever seen like a wildlife documentary? You're supposed to just keep your hands away and just watch what happens. Yeah, yeah. just film they, it. You got to sort it out. Just just film it on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so All great. right. So, well, even though those were wrong, I think that you did really well. Like, it was just yeah, fun. for sure. It's all fun. You did good so oh. far. Oh, oh you, you, your your uh, your intention was good. Unfortunately, yeah. so far your score is zero point zero. <laughs> Goose egg. Goose egg. From that's from um Animal House. Mm. Sorry, I've been collecting uh drops. <laughs> I'm rocking the offer, but I'm having fun. <laughs> oh, here we go. This, this is when we're going to turn it around. I, I, in fact, I can tell you for a fact we're going to yeah. turn around with the next game. This one is called It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Easter. <laughs> I don't have a sound drop for it, so we'll use our general <laughs> game sounds. Here it is. Before we started recording, we asked Randy some general knowledge questions. The correct answers to those questions are keywords from popular Christmas songs. We'll go through the questions and then play the song to see how well Randy did. If it sounds confusing, you'll understand better after the first question. So you get to sit around. You don't have to answer any questions because you already answered the questions. So we're just going to listen to your answers here. Okay. Yeah. Time to just sit back and enjoy. <laughs> so here we go. The first one, Slamson the Lion is the mascot for what California-based NBA team? And for the answer to that one, let's listen to this song. We three kings of Orient are bearing gifts we travel so far. That clip is a little bit too long, but I didn't want to cut it off because I like that part of the song. But yeah, so <laughs> hold on. Where's Yay! the little thing? All right, where's the little here? Get that sound effect. You're, you're in that one. Woo! <laughs> so one for one coming into it, looking pretty good. Here we go, right on to number two. What color symbolizes stability, loyalty, confidence, intelligence, and peace? And for that one, let's take a listen to our friend Elvis. You'll be doing all right with your Christmas of You're ready for it. But I have a blue. 
blue, blue, blue. <laughs> I wasn't even my intention to do the, it wasn't my intention to do the three, but, but I was like, well, I can't not do the other ones. So. <laughs> oh, I, unfortunately, my wife makes me that's the best version of that song I've ever done. It's not a bad one. Anyway, it's let me give you good. this. You, you were in this one. Yay. Very good. All right. All right. So this one, this is a good one too. What type of animal ate Captain Hook's hand? And for that, let's go to this familiar jam. You have all the tender sweetness of a seasick crocodile, Mr. Grinch. <laughs> so that sounds that sounds right to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh me. Very cool. Very cool. So let's move right along to number four. In the 1880s, Samuel Leeds Allen invented a steerable version of what form of recreational winter travel, calling it the flexible flyer. And for that one, let's go to our friends, the Beach Boys. A real famous cat all dressed up in red, and he spends the whole year working on a sled. Yes. I think that's totally my favorite redeeming one. Yourself. That's my favorite one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He did play that one for me. And he said, this is really a good one. <laughs> it sounded great. Sounded great. Yeah. It fit right in. Good. All right. So four for four. This is the last one for this game. Here we go. According to the saying, blank is where the heart is. And for this one, let's listen to our friends in Rascal Flats. I'll be home for Christmas. If only in my dreams. You did Yay. it. Five for five. Totally All right. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I, I felt confident, but I wasn't sure. You I'm did great. You did great. I'm super proud of you on that one. So I'm going to give you one more of these because you earned it. All right. <laughs> I, I, I'm laughing so much. I'm as red as my hat, I think. <laughs> Oh. It's so fun. This game is so much fun. <laughs> Guests of the new celebrity Ding Dang Dong stay at the world-renowned Plaza Hotel, New York's most exciting hotel experience. For reservations, call toll-free 1-800-759-3000. All right, so let's go on to our next game. This game is called... Hold on, what's this game called? Oh, yes. <laughs> this game is called In a New York Minute. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we all know you traveled all across Georgia as part of your Christmas across Georgia series. Let's see how well you know the Peach State. You will have 45 seconds because everyone knows that that's how long a New York minute is because everything is a little bit quicker here in New York City. You have 45 seconds to name as many of Georgia's 159 counties as you can, starting now. Stevens County, Habersham. Barrow, Appling, Hushton, uh, Glen, Flynn, um, Thomas, mm, Franklin, White, Union. Oh man, uh, Fulton, DeKalb. Um, I cannot remember the Atlanta counties. Um, Fulton, DeKalb, Cobb, Green, Banks. Mm. God, I'm done. I can't get any more. Times up. That was really great. I counted 16. Oh, man. Out of I'm... possible 159, which is a lot of, of counties, by the way. Apparently, there's some reason for it. I didn't read... I was looking up how many counties are in Georgia and there's a lot of articles about it. Like there's something happening with it. I was like, I don't, I can't, I can't do that right now. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a rabbit hole I'll get into later. If, if there's a story, like I did, I didn't remember that there was a story. So now I want to know the story yeah. too. 159 is a lot of counties in a state. Yeah. 
man, oh, man I, there are so many. And, and I <laughs> yeah. feel, I actually feel bad. I only got one tenth of them, right? Not even, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm, I really wished I had done, I thought I could do better. So it's, it's absolutely okay. We totally put you on the spot. It was pretty good. I can't even name 16 counties in the whole U S. So you're probably. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually pretty true. Honestly. Now I think about it. Yeah. That's That's hilarious. Yeah. So you you did did great. Great. (laughs) Well, good. (laughs) So let's go on to our next game. This one's called. Did you forget about it? Forget about it. So in this game, this is. You gotta reach back in your brain and think about all the things that we just talked about so far and see how good your memory is. All right. Okay. I think you're gonna do pretty good. I, don't, okay. I got, I have a, a feeling. Okay. Here's your first question. You ready? Let's yes. see if you forgot about it. Wait. Forget about it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's the name of the bar known as the Bulldog Nation's Home Away from Home in New York City? American Whiskey? Ooh, yes, very good. Crushing it. Next question. What is the name of the Sacramento Kings mascot? Oh, that's Slamson. <laughs> you get that. I do. You, I feel like you felt super confident. About it felt like you went to like high school with him that you knew it so easily. <laughs> I know. It's so good. <laughs> no, what it is, I, it's the, again, I have to see him all the time. And I'm all, yeah. every time I see him, I know he's a lion. And because of where he's at, I'm like, wait, is he supposed to be a Sasquatch? No, he's a lion. <laughs> Uh, right. because he's located in northern california and that is in my brain every time i love it <laughs> all right here's your last one you ready yes ma'am how many counties are in georgia 159 because chris told me i have to go look up why exactly Yay. <laughs> Woo! unless it's some like really boring story in which case i apologize but <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I feel confident now that I'm thinking on it. I, I feel like I have heard that somewhere, uh, but I, I'm a little uh, like disappointed in myself that I don't know why. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, this will like be I, good for you to research all about Georgia. Put it yeah. out there on your social media so we can go and just hear it from you because it'll be way more interesting hear you talk about it. <laughs> you may have just earned yourself a tag. We'll have to wait and see. Oh, gosh. We'll see, well, yeah, we'll see how interesting it is. We'll see. <laughs> exactly. Just some bureaucracy or something where, like, each town has to have a county for it to exist. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> let's go ahead and move on to our last segment. This one has flown by. I've had a really great time talking to you. This uh, This one... We like to turn it down a little bit. This is a little trip inside Santa's studio. Randy, what's your favorite cookie? I know this may be controversial, but I'm going to say shortbread buttered shortbread i know that may be a little bland uh and no offense to my mother-in-law and her fruitcake cookies they're delicious <laughs> i put them on the blog however i enjoy a nice shortbread i like a shortbread too i was really worried you were going to say oatmeal raisin i was i 100 percent thought you were going to say that when you said controversial <laughs> no no and i was I, I, there i i love a good cookie um, but at the end of the day, there's just something about, you know, that, that nice, easy shortbread. I'm with yeah, you hundred percent. It's a classic. It's traditional. Mm-hmm. Very nice. So bearing that in mind, what's your least favorite cookie? Oh my gosh. Um, like anything death by, right? So I, I don't know if you guys mm. are familiar with them, but there's like, I, I have had those death by chocolate. So you have like a chocolate batter full of cocoa and then a bitter dark chocolate cookie so that that is probably my least favorite if i had to pick one but almost anything that has you know like super or death by or something like that in it i'm i'm gonna pass i, I don't yeah. need that kind of overload I yeah i like with that. i like a cookie to have a little bit of a few things i don't need it to be just like way Everything. too much chocolate yeah <laughs> so here's the next one when do you start decorating for the holidays uh 
Yeah, this year, uh, I think we started a new thing. It's always been first week in December because it ties in with my anniversary, uh, which is December 5th. But this year, uh, we decided to back it up a little bit because we were going to be doing Christmas across Georgia and we're going to keep doing that. So we'll probably now just slide it back to Thanksgiving or maybe the week leading up to Thanksgiving or, or right there at it. Um, so we always try to get on it pretty early. Um, but you have to be careful if you're doing a live tree, right? So um, we'll, we'll roll, we'll slow roll the live tree as we get into the first week of December, maybe. Uh, but we'll, we'll probably start at the end of November. We, uh, we've had live trees for the last handful of years and we, uh, we go out and cut them down off a mountain in New Jersey. It's a pretty crazy experience. And a few years ago, we had gotten a tree uh, that apparently didn't have a very long life expectancy outside of the, the mountain. And I think it was like maybe two or three weeks before Christmas, all of the needles fell off. Like every single needle fell off. Oh, oh no. It was crazy. I was like, I've never seen a tree so bare in my life. And uh, we had to take all the decorations and just wrap it around this tall stool we had and pretend that was our Christmas tree. <laughs> I, I actually, I, big points for that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah well, we had to so, celebrate. <laughs> yeah, we had to put the presents under something. So we put it under a stool. Right. Big points. It, it, this immediately makes me, I don't know if you guys are fans of, of the show Bob's Burgers. Mm -hmm. I love to watch animated shows, especially the holiday episodes. Oh, and yeah. the episode where they go through three trees in, in a, one season and they're out on Christmas Eve uh, with mm -hmm. the candy cane truck. Classic. My girls love that one. Uh, so so we watch that one a lot. That's uh, a good Bob's one. Bob's Burgers is a great show. Yeah, yep. we like that one. Um, I would suggest Fraser fir when you're going to look at your trees because that one is going to last you a lot longer if you keep it watered every day. That is our go-to. That, yeah, uh, that has always been our go-to. So, um, the one that fell apart, the needles, was not a Fraser fir. So just to uh, put that out there. I think it was. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. I think it was. I want to say it, it was, was a Norway pine, spruce. pine. I want to say it was a Norway spruce, but I think Norway spruce. It's in my head because that's normally the Christmas tree at Rockefeller Center. Yeah. I'm going to be more pop culture right now than I ever am. Uh, but are you, if you guys are familiar with Joe Para, he has yes. a show on Comedy yes, Central. Yes, we love did it. You, did you happen <laughs> to catch the uh, the like what do they call the first one, the pilot episode? It was fantastic where he teaches you all about Christmas trees. About Christmas trees, sure. Yes. We did. So I love that when it's not on like it, with the show, it's not packaged with the show, but I have it, I caught it and recorded it. So it lives on the DVR as a not, do not delete. So I can go back and watch him talk about, you know, all that stuff. He posts uh, only pictures of tomatoes on Instagram. Yes, I learned. <laughs> I learned. I learned. I was like, hey, there's Joe, I want to follow. And then I saw all the tomatoes. I was like, this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> if you know him or bump into him, he's got a fan in Georgia. Please tell him so. Awesome. <laughs> all right. So moving on back to our questionnaire, sliding back in as if we never left. No. <laughs> when do you put your decorations away? Uh, whenever I feel like it. Um, so, and I'm a, I'm a big proponent of that approach. Uh, I, you know, I mean, you do whatever makes you happy. Um, but this year we are, uh, we are just taking our ever loving sweet time about it yeah. and, uh, and, and we'll get it down when we want to it, it probably here in the next week or so, we're really going to get serious about it. But, um, yeah, I say whenever you're ready, that's that. what, no pressure. I, I do, I do want to sort of clarify that just a little bit because my standard answer had always been uh, January, like the first week of Jan after the first week of January, uh, because of uh, 12 days and, and other observances around and my parents' wedding anniversary was right there on January, uh, that first week of January. So we always just celebrated everything right through that first week. Mm -hmm. um, but as, I've, as we've had the girls and, and they thoroughly enjoy seeing the stuff, we i've adopted the you do whatever makes you happy approach <laughs> that sounds like a good way to go about it <laughs> so moving on are there any decorations around your house that you normally forget to take down from the last year oh goodness yes and it's it's usually um the the little the finer things like the small things um that have put on a shelf you know and it's 
not that I don't observe them, I do, but um, they're just fine enough and small enough that maybe they blend and I miss them. So yeah, it's, it's stuff like that. I can't say that it's one, the same one every year though, mm-hmm. uh, but it's, it's, it's the smaller things that I miss. And then when you realize that it's there, do you just like say to yourself, well, it's going to be there until the next year, I guess, right? Yeah, generally that's what happens. <laughs> and I'm like, we're just going to enjoy this one because I'm not, because I, you know, uh, you got to pack it all away. And I'm like, I don't want to dig in that box and put it in its box and yeah. do all that. So I guess that's just the lazy in me. It'd be interesting animated movie to have like a, like a Christmas ornament that gets left out all year long. I think it's to experience all the other holidays. Then, oh, and then and, and then all his friends come back the next year and he gets to tell them all about it. That Aww. is that is actually a really good story. See now, if I take that and run with it, are you going to call me on it later? Because no, <laughs> no, I but have I to remember to credit you. I would like to be somewhere in the story if I can be somewhere in the story. That'd be cool. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> well, we can make that happen. Uh, I, I, you know, I did rem- uh, like you guys have a child, so you'll understand. It's one of those things where. Uh, Riley, that's my oldest. She uh, is in first grade this year. So she just started making, you know, her, the stuff at school and, and all that. Well, um, this is an, uh, something that she drew um, here at home. Um, she decided to draw a nice snowman picture uh, two years ago. And it was really good, like for her age. I'm like, that's cool. So I posted it, uh, I pinned it on the board in the kitchen and it lived in the kitchen all year by design. So I guess that's also probably mm. a, uh, an answer because I chose to leave that one up. And then I took that image, took a picture of it and had it made into a uh, wraparound canvas thing that we bring out every Christmas now and, and hang again as part of our decoration. So um, wow, that's that one, such a good idea. That one earned its spot for sure. Yeah, that's really sweet. That's a really good idea for those um, artistic little endeavors these yeah. little ones get into. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's working out so far. Keep that. <laughs> we have some random picture on our fridge with a bunch of uh, stickers of gingerbread men and candy canes that our two-year-old just went nuts with. <laughs> Not very pretty looking, but it is still in our refrigerator. So I wonder if that's going to stay up all year. <laughs> I love when when, uh, when my four-year-old comes to me and says, this is A, and she tells me what it is. Every time I see that, I, I see it as a unique opportunity to broaden my horizon of what reality actually is. And I mm-hmm. thank her for the opportunity. So. Yeah, in her brain, that is what it is. That so is what who it are is. you to say it's not? That's exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> I love it. That's really sweet. What's your favorite festive word? Wassel. <gasps> Ooh. That's a good one. That's fun. Yep. I love it because I'm like, can I get away with saying wassel? Can I, can I say we are going a wasseling? I, I don't know. I, I, my friends would love it, um, but I haven't been like brave enough to like drop it on them yet. But I love the word. <laughs> it's a I'm good like, one. I think is, you should go for it. That is that not. Too. That is not a word. <laughs> like that is not a word that you um, that you just casually drop. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like you gotta have a reason. Yeah. <laughs> to say Wassel. It's one of those ones where you say it and you look to everyone else to see how they react to it. Like, are you, are you guys cool with that? With me saying that from now on? Yeah, exactly. So it endears itself to me. (laughs) Very good. Okay. What Christmas song do you love? Oh, that's not the same as what is my favorite, correct? No, no. Just a Christmas song you love. Okay. I love uh, Up on the Rooftop. Except I always call it Up on the Housetop. So... But that, that one I love because I love to sing it. When the girls were little bitty uh, and Christmas season would come around, I would sing that one to them all the time because the words, the words are simple and the, 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 the rhyme, you know, the, the, the tune is easy. And sure enough, it wasn't long till they were like singing with me or saying, that's daddy's song, you know, so, so I, I love that little song. So keeping that in mind, what Christmas song do you not like? Oh, man. Um, the one by uh, the one by George Michael, Last Christmas, or okay, is that is that mm-hmm. the name? That uh, oh, I think it was Wham. Wham, Wham yeah. I think Wham did it. Yeah, no, I don't like that one at all. Is it like that, that? Is it that that version of it or that song in general? 
I, I think it's I've tried other versions and I have this weird thing where I usually love like other people doing stuff not that one it's that something about that song I've only ever heard one version of it that I could like listen to like usually when I hear the notes it's an immediate like click and I change the channel and move away. it puts it's funky for me I don't know what it is which is odd to say as I wear the Santa hat but it just <laughs> It, it something about it, man. I don't know. There's You've a had, lot of people that don't like that song. That, yeah. mm-hmm. And I've heard it from, I don't think it's, uh, I think it's one of those ones that like, that's one that people don't like or either love it or hate it kind of thing. I think um, you're right. And I'm yeah, not sure the, why. There are people that I know who really like, they're like, oh, I need to hear. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to be there for that. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> it's, I don't know why. I can't yeah, tell you why. So I, I don't like it. Hmm. It is what it is. <laughs> I'm well, I was going to say, I'm just sitting here popping off ideas for future things I should go do. Like I should do a uh, man on the street and just ask them whams, uh, you know, and give them that song, love it or hate it. And, and, yeah. you know, whatever. Cause that, I think it is a polarizing kind of thing actually. Yeah, I think so too. I wonder if, if someone who hadn't heard the original, if they hear a cover of it, if they'd be more inclined to like that one, maybe just like the, the wham version is just like, embedded itself so deeply into you negatively that any version reminds you of that one maybe if someone hadn't heard that one maybe they'd be more interested in the i don't know there's a lot of things to go into it very well could be because um i i I think the root of it for me was that somehow uh i don't i don't know how it got branded as like it's definitely on the play rotation for like radio stations or or whatever you know playlists and just the fact that I couldn't get away from it, I think, is right. part of the reason I, I don't enjoy it. That's fair. All right. So, if you were an elf in Santa's workshop, what profession would you like to do? Ooh. Hmm. I would definitely want to build bicycles. <laughs> yep. I like that. I like when people have a solid plan of what they want to do. If I, worked, if, if I worked in HR, you would absolutely have that job. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's where I want to be, right? Yeah. So the, the performance level will be high. Now, I, I, I think uh, there's there's uh, a bicycle is um, like so much comes from a bicycle, right? There is the idea of just receiving it. So that makes the, the, the person receiving it happy. Uh, but you're also helping them in a lot of other ways, right? With all of their eye hand, being more physically fit. Um, it, it's, it offers you that illusion that you could escape and leave and go somewhere else, the freedom of it all, like it's, it's boundless. So I would totally, totally be a bicycle uh, aficionado. Like that would be my thing, right? Yeah. yeah. And also getting a bicycle when you're a kid, you know, Christmas morning is everything. So to be the person I guess to make them, like make all those kids happy Christmas morning, yeah. Perfect. I, I, it's probably no coincidence that this year our four-year-old asked for a bicycle. Um, so she yeah. got her very own big girl bicycle this year. And uh, big sister was immediately like, oh, I want to ride your bicycle. So um, <laughs> big sister is looking forward to her birthday. So she yeah, there you <laughs> go. along the way. Uh, but that's, that's one of those things. Uh, I, maybe that's part of why I said that, because I saw how happy it made her. Yeah, it really, that's a good one. Good choice. So what profession would you not like to do? Oh my goodness. Um, probably like something that was really intricate. So like building airplanes, like the, the toy airplanes or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, I'm more of a uh, cut and file to fit and paint to match guy. So bigger and broader strokes would work better for me. So if it was too intricate, uh, probably not a place I would want to be. So. Like I imagine, I imagine like the the little workers and the the assembly line. The plane comes by and you put the propeller on, and yeah, that's I, I wouldn't want yeah. to do that. <laughs> All right. So then, finally, if the North Pole exists, what would you like to hear Santa say when you arrive at the workshop? Oh, this is simple. Welcome home. Hmm. Yay, I love that answer. That's a great answer. so sweet. Brandy, can you do us a favor? Yes. Can you tell everyone listening where they can find you and all your amazing content? 
Oh, it's easy enough. Uh, you can find me at santadad.com. There's all sorts of stuff there. That's sort of the aggregator location. Uh, that's where I write the blog. I try to do that at least once a month uh, based on something we did or will be doing. Um, and you can find me across uh, all, all major social media at the Santa Dad. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. We had a great time. This was a great way to start off season three. I'm so happy to have you on. I'm ready to, to get going now. I wish we could do it all over again. In fact, uh, we did not record. Let's go ahead and do this all again. How about that? <laughs> now that we're warmed up, I'm ready yeah, to go. That, that was just a warm up. We have totally different <laughs> questions that are much more difficult. <laughs> now, we, uh, I, I really have had a good time. I, um, I, I know that you know we're not close like as far as uh, geographically speaking, but I certainly did feel at home. Thanks for having me. Thank you so Wonderful. much. That's what we like to hear. Randy, you truly are an inspiration. That's, I, I think that's all the new ones I have so far. Anyway, thank you so much for coming on. That's going to be it for this episode. This podcast, at least on our end, was recorded in our apartment in the Big Apple in New York City. If you like this podcast, do us a favor and take a minute to rate it and write a review. Contact us and let us know you did, and we will let you know. We This is a little secret. We are having a year-long giveaway. Every month, we'll be giving away swag bags with stickers and all kinds of other fun stuff. We'll talk about that more on our next episode. So subscribe now uh, and follow us on social media so we can keep this conversation going and keep you posted about new episodes. Until next time, I'm Chris. And I'm Chris. And this is Christmas Time in the City. This is the last stop on this train. Everyone, please leave the train. Thank you for riding with the Christmas Time in the City podcast. Answer one. That would be the Sacramento Kings. Good to see my chosen profession has left me with at least one usable nugget. Answer two. Oh, I'm pretty confident about this one because I research what the colors represent as a huge part of one of our most cherished family Christmas traditions. That's our time capsule wreath. I'm going with blue. Answer three. A crocodile bit off Captain Hook's hand. I know this one because we were just at Disney World back at the turn of the year and we rode the Peter Pan ride. Answer four. I'm going to go with a sled. I thought it might be a sleigh, but I'm going to go with a sled. Answer five. Home. Home is where the heart is.